Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I had my flu shot and I'm still like tired. I, but like, I love it. My antibodies are so happy. Dace Babcock. You know, I had something I was going to say earlier. I was like, that would be really great intro. (laughs) I can't remember what it was. Did the candles distract you? They're too sexy. (laughs) We can go with that. And Samson Davis. So at time of recording, the Nintendo Direct just aired like an hour or two ago. Chris Pratt is Mario in the Mario movie. I don't know how I feel about that. What? They're remaking the Mario movie? Yeah. Is John Linguizamo still going to be in it? No, but Charlie Day is Luigi, so that's mm. a thing. Also, Jack Black is Bowser, so that's also a thing. Why? I'm going to watch it, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to stay pure and go with the horrible one. It had so much horrid potential. I don't think you're going to be able to differentiate with just that descriptor. I think these are both going to be horrible. True. Also, speaking of crazy movies with John Leguizamo, we all need to go back and rewatch Romeo plus Juliet because it's a crazy movie. And John Leguizamo's Tybalt is just a force of nature, and I love him. I thought you were going to talk about him in the movie of the past, and I was just like, yeah, that is a mindfuck of a movie. No, no. Romeo plus Juliet. Even crazier. He has a lot of range, and you're just like, you just sit there like, what the fuck is this? He has no inhibitors. He has no limits. He's also one of those actors that every time I see him in a movie, I'm always just like, oh, I'm happy to see yeah. him. <laughs> When's John Leguizamo going to get into the MCU? Ooh, he deserves a role. Yes. But what superhero? Mm. Or is he just going to be like that cute little like lab assistant? It's going to be like, oh, let me help you. No, I should get a big role. Like if he could be like a big villain, that'd be cool. Ooh. Starbucks rubbing her little cheeks all over the edges of my dice tray. I assume to put her pheromones on it. <laughs> Those are Starbucks dice now. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is her dice tray. Mm-hmm. So who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. That's not fair. I'm sick. Why are you <laughs> picking on the in, infirmed? Is that the word? He can sense weakness. I can smell it over the TCP connection. <laughs> Okay, last time on Explorers Wanted, we left the city to go fight some angels who are picking on children. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? No, I want to see how well you do. Okay. So. And I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not sure which episode this was, but it was established that Zach was an amazing troubadour. And Cha-Cha is, n- like, the awkward step-cousin of troubadours, but, like, <laughs> higher than a juggler in our world. Yeah, so, like, for sure. Because they smoke more on average than yeah. a juggler. Like, if you're making a tier list of entertainers, Zach is, like, S-tier. Jugglers are F-tier. Cha-Cha's, like, an E or a D. That's how I'm envisioning it. But, like, she can do up to B-level performances if you don't look. Kind of like that character in Mystery Man. Anyway, so we went around to gather information because, yeah, angels were kidnapping children and they were just disappearing implication of, oh, no. So we all left the town to go find the angels. And I guess we were using Chacha as bait. I, I really don't know what the game plan was with this. We were just like, let's just go find them. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. And... Pretty sure that was your game plan. Yeah, but we did find them. 
and we killed four of them, I think. And then we kept going to the ruins of this old town. And there was a whole shit ton of them mm-hmm. banging out a forest. You're like, let us in, let us in. It's Black Friday. You should have opened a minute ago. And Dilly sent an illusion to them. Yes? But didn't really do shit. So we all made a break for the barrier. And then when we got to the other side of the barrier, they started freaking out trying to get at Cha-Cha. So Cha-Cha was given Dilly stuff to experiment to see if we could, like, divert their attentions. And it finally worked with the cube, but Dilly couldn't see the cube. And then so we took the cube plus the crystal, merged them together like in Dragon Ball Z. And Cha-Cha absorbed some mystery power, got purple glow smoke, and chased the angels away. And then we were like, yeah, that totally solved this town's problem. Don't worry about it. And then Zach gave us presents, and we left. I really do hope our characters actually did some good for once. But maybe not, because at the end... At the end? Down in the tunnel. Oh, yeah! I think our jade egg baby hatched, and it's killing people in the tunnel. What? No, I don't think so, because the jade egg is still in the freezer, and we sent the freezer away with Zach. Elsa races in there. Are you sure? Maybe whatever's on the other side of the cave was better left buried. I guess. I mean, that's probably true. But for sure, the jade egg is with Race, who is with Zack. I mean, but that was only one out of millions of them. Dr. Oz had a booming business. Mm-hmm. Also important, Nick's got a glove. Nick's got a dope-ass glove, an electric glove. So it is an electric glove that does plus one damage normally and plus three electric damage upon activation. So a Nyx punch has a base of eight if she hits with that glove. Mm-hmm. And it was unstable. Oh. And Dilly got a knife. <gasps> yeah. Also, and this is probably the most important thing, we found out Vlad is a bit of a writer. Oh, he writes the dirty romance novellas. <gasps> I feel like there was one about being dominated by somebody in a Susky costume. That's correct. Susky says. <laughs> Don't you like what sticks in my brain? Listeners, I'll put a selected bibliography of Zach's titles on the wiki once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> once this episode airs for your enjoyment. I feel like once do we get to like 69,420 downloads, we should, like, as a joke, write, a, like, the, a chapter of one of these books. But, like, 69,420 downloads first. And we'll give you a chapter of the most voted upon book. I will write it myself if I have to. I used to write fanfic. I know what I'm doing. Man, you guys would have to think really hard about which book you'd want to write a chapter from because there is of course loins of the last born i already know what that's about listen this is going to be a <laughs> listener voted thing once they get us to sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty mm. votes we'll put a poll up in the discord you really no yeah Mm-mm. well we get to narrow it down to the top four i have a vision i already know what's gonna be <laughs> okay stace are you gonna write us this chapter i mean i could if you're asking just saying we 
We already have volunteers, people. Start downloading. Steal your friend's phone. Download an episode. Or five. Yeah, so the town is uh, helping you guys dig out the tunnels. Because Nix's social role combined with Zach's social graces early on established that this town was going to help in any way that they could reasonably. And so they're helping you guys digging out the tunnel. Now, they don't have big machinery, so this is going to be a multi-day project. I don't know if Dilly wants to be working on something during those multiple days. Oh, I absolutely Yeah, do. he has that trait of always... Also, I have a cannon to put in Nix's leg. <gasps> and a baby pew-pew for Hubert. And I might be able to stabilize... Well, let's start with a cannon first. I feel like, yeah, but like, ooh, how about a sniper rifle? Cannon first. But, like, sniper rifle? Stace, do you want a cannon or a sniper rifle? Cannon. Cannon. The cannon is cannon. Okay. Does Nyx, I hope Nyx doesn't, I mean, does she seem like the sniper type? I don't think so. I just feel like it would be so useful. Nyx waiting yeah. somewhere and not rushing in? Nah, no. Never. I could see her doing like 360 no scopes. But, like, she's not standing still. She's doing it, like, within 10 feet of her target. Well, no, she's, like, running around just shooting, and then somehow she's actually hitting people, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And she's just, like, running and sniping, and you're just like, this doesn't make sense. Alex, it's a cannon. (laughs) So, if Dilly would like to do this, give me a crafting Numenera roll of 12. Now, this is a... Cognitive task. Yes. <laughs> so that brings it up to 15. Then it goes back to a 9 because of my two uh, free levels of effort. You're trained and you have tools. So it's a 3 for you. Dilly also has a crafting book that I think he's going to employ. It's His crafting book is also like his notebook and his journal. So he's been writing in it all this time. I think that's also where like his plans exist in written form. Mm-hmm. And since this is going to be kind of a downtime project... I I would like to employ that to make it a freebie. Sure, I'll give that to you. Excellent. You get it inserted into Nyx's leg, and the leg is now ready to reattach. Nyx, are you ready for this? I'm pretty fucking excited. (laughs) Nyx, like, recklessly swings in on her crutches. She hasn't (laughs) quite figured them out, but she wants to go fast. (laughs) Just like Ricky Bobby. (laughs) You're normally so graceful. I don't... Anyway, we reattach. (laughs) <laughs> we reattach. Okay, so you bring the light close to the joint at Nix's hip, and there is a humming of energy. The insides glow jade green just along the inside, and it just slips right out of your hand and snaps into place. And Nix, you suddenly have this sensory awareness of this leg now attached and a new function. Dilly, let's go test this and see what it can do. Let's just, like, go out back. Oh, yeah. Dan, as part of this crafting, can Dilly also make, I guess, basically, like, little mortar shells for Nyx to put her venom in that could be fired out of the cannon? <gasps> oh, fuck yeah. That would have to be a separate project. You wouldn't be able to do it at the same time you're still in the cash. Can Dilly craft one, like, during, while he's, like, putting the cannon in the leg, just so we have something to fire? Oh, I assumed you were just going to have it shoot sling rocks at first. That was your original design. I mean, yeah, we could... We could do that, too, but I'm also thinking Venom projectiles. Okay, so let's see. Let's put this to an ability test. Give me an 18 crafting Numenera roll. If you succeed, 
you were efficient enough to have time to build out this new uh, some of this new ammo as well. If you fail, then all you finished is the leg. All right. So with all my cognitive stuff, that goes to 15, 12 with the tools, 9 with the training? 9 with the training. Yeah. Can't use your book again because you're already using it for the other project. Yep, figured. Yeah, I'll try that. 14. Okay. You've got some poison mortar ammo. They're empty ice. Well, yeah, they're, they're basically just shells. Yeah. Nick's probably been milking in anticipation. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go test them out. So you guys are walking out the inn to go test this out. And it's at that point when the headman of the village, also the innkeeper, comes running up to you guys. He's got dirt all across his face. He's like, it's it's terrible. Something something terrible happened. We, we've lost three people down there. Where's Chacha? <laughs> <laughs> That's a serious question. Where's Chacha? You could correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you say that and, like, coming out of between two buildings behind you is just Cha-Cha <laughs> yes. walking softly. L- looking like she'd probably be whistling, like, nobody paying attention, just walking through this alleyway, <laughs> all casual. <laughs> uh, yeah, take us there. We'll check it out. Okay, okay, okay. We lost, we lost Sylvie, and we lost... We lost Jackson. Was it a cave-in, or...? We were trying to dig out the cave, and Sylvie was saw something. She said she saw something at the edge of like the opening that she had dug out, and then her hands went in, and she screamed, and then she was pulled all the way through. We couldn't stop Jackson before he followed her, and then he got pulled away, too. Reminder, Jackson is the kid from the bar that told Nix about the angels. Not the kid that was drinking. <laughs> this is what happens when you drink underage. No, it's not. <laughs> this this exact thing is what happens. When you be a badass in like a fantasy world, that's how you die. It's like having premarital sex in a horror movie. <laughs> You're just fucking gone. Do you have any other like hatches that go down into the tunnels? Maybe further, whatever, Daniel, north, like whatever was on, would be the other side of the cave in. We haven't really spent any time in the tunnels because, you know, we cordoned it off because people would fall and sometimes people would get hurt. We hadn't really been down there. At least nobody that I know had ever been down there until you guys came out of it and showed us how to get there. Awkward. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, take us down there and we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's up. We were trying to test something anyway, right, Dilly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just by the way, because it's been several days, you guys should have full pool. Heck yeah. Everything just to. I got to go make sure and figure out what I am doing as a person. Full pools, full hearts. Hell yeah. Can't lose. Can't lose. Yeah, I'll say uh, that's not true. (laughs) We know that. (laughs) The headman takes you back over to the greenhouse. They have set up like a little bit more of an elaborate rope setup. It's still it's nothing fancy. It's not like a pulley or anything like that. But they've got knotted rope to make it easier to climb down. And you guys are able to get down there, no problem. Here is my question, though. Is Dilly bringing Manta Ray with him right now? I think uh, I think Dilly, <laughs> Dilly's probably needed a Manta Ray just to, like, ride on because his <laughs> groin is a little twinged at the moment. But if Manta Ray just want to go down into the hole, Dilly's not going to force it at this point. Manta Ray's not excited about going down into a hole, no. All right, well. At this point, if Manta Ray doesn't want to go down, then Dilly will just be like, all right, uh, you stay here. I'll be right back. And then he just kind of like scritches under 
whatever chin equivalent Manta Ray has. Just on the sides of his mouth scoops. Yeah. Yes. Wherever is appropriate. I'm not, mm-hmm. not Steve Irwin. I'm fucking yeah. As long as you've worked that out with him in advance. <laughs> yeah. So Manta Ray kind of like makes a little cooing or Manta Ray's version of cooing. Sort of like. And you guys. So you guys are going down into this hole and the headman walks you through the tunnels that they've they've attached some glow globes to they don't have a lot of glow globes so they're also using torches he leads you through to the rock wall and you can see they've well it's nowhere near open but they're making progress and there is in fact like one or two spots where they've managed to pull out enough that the, like there's the darkness beyond there's maybe like one hole that's kind of low to the ground and there's one hole that's like a little bit higher and the headman points at the lower one and says, that's, that's where they were taken. All right. Uh, I guess that's where we're going, guys. And Nix will walk over and sort of like peer into there. Oh, shit. He better the second's going to attack. Oh, yeah. Chacha came along. I'm just saying. Yeah. She followed. Yeah. She didn't just like show up awkwardly and just like, do, 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 <laughs> walking in the background like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Katja's always there. Always watching. Also, Vlad, is he just minding his own business somewhere? Vlad's with you. Okay. He's been very quiet since you guys' encounter with Zach. Interesting. So this purr, is it? Is it like, obviously Nyx has experienced many of Hubert II's purrs. It's a little hard to read. In this particular case, it's not clear because it's not as enthusiastic as its happiest trills. But it's not like it's sort of shrieking thing. It's almost like a sort of like almost like it's trying to comfort itself. Aww. <laughs> oh, it's self-soothing. There we go. Mm-hmm. Nyx offers reassuring head scratches. Theoretical, you know, where or like where the ears would be. Yeah. How big is like is they were pulled through? Is there a roughly person-sized hole through this cave-in or barely like it's wide enough that like someone could squeeze through it but it's not like a person-sized hole in the same way like it's kind of angular like like somebody could get through it but if somebody was actually pulled through it i mean those rocks would be tearing into them a bit do we see blood and scraps of clothes dilly since you can see in the dark with ken ease you're probably the standard in which to set it at so for Dilly, it would be a six perception roll. And two free levels of intellect edge. So that's a freebie. Okay. There is no fabric, but there are some of the rocks that have a little bit of blood on them. It's not like dripping or anything like that. It took too long for this whole interchange to happen to get you down there. Mm. But it doesn't look old either. Yeah, you can see they kind of looks like they got scraped up a little bit. So whatever pulled them is a little bit strong. You guys see that? Nope. No, but I will take your word for it, Dilly. All right. So looks like the situation is either like we crawl through here one at a time. It's going to take a while. If we're lucky, we'll get grabbed and dragged, speed it up. But or like we could stand guard here. I mean, third option, you take the cannon and you shoot it at the wall, collapsing more of it so more of us can get through faster. So, you know, Chacha, that sounds like it would be nice in this situation, but do you know it would be maybe even cooler in a different situation? Maybe like an acid projectile or venom, whatever. I mean, why don't you do it now? 
Well, so this model of the cannon was a design cha-cha for venom projectiles, not explosive projectiles. <laughs> Dill is given next a look because he never clarified that. <laughs> Nick's was paying attention. Oh, I was just assuming you were telling Chacha that was a bad idea because shooting an explosive at an unsteady cave wall could cause a cave-in. Well, Nyx does know that she only has venom rounds, of which maybe one is full. So she knows she doesn't have explosives. But before Nyx ate the initial snake brooch, the venom was kind of acidic, right? Yeah. So is Nyx's current venom acidic? You've seen Nyx's venom sizzle on things because she spat venom right right after the she ate the snake i would say this you guys did not see it like it definitely sizzled like it could do some sort of burn or something like that but it didn't it's not like xenomorph blood or anything like that it's not gonna be able to chew through a ship's hole okay like spicy tomato sauce mm-hmm. not bull and sulfur anyway mm-hmm. i think we just crawl through try to because probably not a good idea to like wait for this thing to come back and also, uh, Sylphie and Jackson, and was there a third third person that got pulled? Yeah, um, Gary. <laughs> Gary. Uh... Yeah, well, n- nobody's going to miss him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I feel like it's canon that Cha-Cha was probably giggling at the name Gary in a corner. Fucking Gary. <laughs> and Gary. Cool, so uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Um, actually... I can see where I'm going next, so I maybe I should go first. Oh, yeah, Dilly, if that's the way you want to play it, have at. Yep, all right. Okay, Dilly, this is a very tight squeeze. Please give me a might roll of 12. Of 12? Because you're going to have to essentially like try to crawl through four feet of this stuff slowly. Right, right. I'm going to apply one level of effort just to bring that down to a nine. 12, exactly. I do not get poo bared in. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a close call in a couple spots. You have a panic moment, like, oh, God, it's going to happen again. <laughs> but then you get a grip and you're able to pull yourself through. Right. On the other side, you see a basically these these tunnels continuing, and you can see the tracks on the ground that the pod traveled on. Give me a perception roll of nine. Um, That's three with all my stuff. Seven. So you see two things that stick out to you. Some droplets of blood leading down the tunnel. Some of it smeared, almost like a boot kicked through it after it dripped. And even against this dark black rock of the riage, these long scrapes, like something cut into it with five chisels or blades, except it looks like a continuous cut. How Roughly how... um... Wider the scrapes from like top scrape to bottom scrape, like a human hand or a bigger human hand or slightly bigger, okay. like more like seven inches. Like, so you imagine something that's like maybe human hand and a half. Cool, cool, cool. cool. So they will take that in and then put up just a basic illusion just to kind of block any onlookers' view of where this tunnel is leading out to. Basically, just hiding that mm-hmm. Dilly and the tunnel exit is there, and then Dilly will call back. All right, we're clear. Whoever's next? Next will go. Okay, next. It's a tight squeeze also for you, not not as tight as it is for Dilly. So it's only going to be a might roll of six to get through here. Does climbing help? Yes. Oh, and I free level of my effort, so. Heck yeah. 
So it's a gimme for you? Yes. Okay. You get through, no problem, and emerge in the dark on the other side. Cha-Cha is small enough <laughs> that it's only a three might roll, and she's trained in climbing, which means it's a gimme as well. So Cha-Cha can get through with no problem as well. Let's just roll and see if we can get a one. <laughs> we got an eight, so no fun. Okay. So what do you guys want to do? Already like it's 1999. Is Vlad coming with us or is it just the three of us? Oh, Vlad's there. <laughs> you're not sure when... No, you're you're literally like not sure when he came through because you didn't hear him at all. The wind. How do you keep doing that? He looks at you for a moment and says, practice. All right. Once everyone's on the other side, Dilly will point out the blood and the uh, scrape marks too. So somebody's lighting a glow globe then? Oh, right. Total darkness. I guess... Yeah, go globe it up. Send sure. your little send your little one with the legs down the tunnel. Yeah. By the way, Nix, from your perspective, you know, you're on the other side. It's basically complete darkness here. The only illumination you see is when Chata first comes through, because the smoke that seeps up from her eyes slowly glows a faint purple. Ooh. All right, is that happening because of the cube? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So to be clear, right now, Chacha's eyes seem to almost always be exuding this phosphorescent purple smoke. I'm like a ghastly. <laughs> that's cool, Chacha. Honestly. Chacha, you're not ghastly. Don't say that. No, that's one of the names of a horror. Oh, right. It likes to, like, um, just, like, watch you while you're in the bathroom. That's uh, why I call it ghastly, because it's it's not polite. <laughs> Is there anything we can do to kind of ensure privacy in those moments? I mean, like, don't turn off the lights while you're in the bathroom. Sounds good. Vlad looks at you guys like, you didn't know about that? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, like you knew? Like you knew? Prentice said something about that. We gotta talk to this Prentice person. Not like they know so much. Although, like, apparently I'm supposed to tell you that it. I didn't know it happened, that somebody in the next town saw it happen, and it could happen to any one of us right now. Wait, what could happen? A ghastly. Okay. That's how, that's how Zach explained it. You don't tell somebody, hey, it's happening right now. You tell them, you know, two towns over, this happened. Okay. All right, guys. Like, this is um, <laughs> disturbing, but, like, let's keep moving. Let's go. Let's, like, find these people, you know? That's what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, blood trail was that way, so I guess we'll follow the blood trail. Nyx will pull out her glow globe. Okay. You guys start following the blood trail. It doesn't take you long in walking before you then hear a woman scream from farther down the tunnel. Oh, Nyx will put some pepper in her step. You guys are just running. You're not doing anything stealthy or anything like that. Oh, no. Booking it. Okay. So, Nyx, as you're coming around... Is, what is Chacha doing, by the way? I feel like she's, like, bringing up the rear. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to. One of the things you guys notice is that as you're running, like... You notice that there are some sort of, like, weird flickering shadows over you. You guys intuit, because you've been traveling for a while, that Vlad is essentially, without hiding you completely, he's applying an illusory camouflage pattern over your bodies as you're running. And he's trying to adjust it to where the light is flickering. That's dope. Yeah, so Nix, as you're coming around the corner, you can see, in the distance, Jackson, who you saw before, screaming in terror and running farther down the tunnel. And what he's running from is a creature roughly seven feet in height, just a, a mess of flesh 
and metal and it doesn't always make sense like and some of the metal kind of has fuzzy edges almost like it's being constructed in real time and two of these arms are holding up you presume is the missing woman and it tears her in half and drops the pieces so Nyx is going to step forward and engage in the initial test for her Venom Cannon. Okay. So, Samson, remind me on the stats we agreed on for this for her. Oh, let me see. So, basically, the idea was that it works mechanically kind of like a sling, but you're basically getting an additional two damage just from the impact on top of whatever the projectile itself does. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that Nyx probably gets an asset on firing it because this is part of her body and not a tool that she's building. Mm-hmm. So, if you're firing at that, give me 21. Oh! Is that before? Before. Okay, so 18. I'll spend three levels of speed effort to start off combat. Okay. Which makes it a nine. Would you consider this to be a heavy ranged weapon or medium? I'm trained in both. It would be medium because the uh, nature of how Dilly made it. Got it. Because he made it to mimic the sling. So I have training, so that makes it a six. Damn. Six! <laughs> nice. Okay. Are you using your special ammo or just a sling rock? Oh, the special ammo. Okay. So that's six. And then how much extra damage did we agree on the special ammo? However much damage the uh, Venom canisters initially were doing. Oh, I think it was like a four. I think that's a hindrance then. If you're looking, like, when Nyx bites them with it, it's a hindrance? Would it be the same thing? Because, it, like, it doesn't add... If it gets in their system. Oh, I see. So it'll just add damage in this case. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically, like, it, let's say it's another plus two on top of it because it's burning the flesh. Oh, shit, that's eight. Your hand is as good as your fist right now. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Maybe Nyx needed weapons after all. No! <gasps> Nyx tears it out of her leg. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't need it. It's just an option. (laughs) Put it the other way. Her fists are as good as a cannon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I took it as like an insult to her fist that the cannon's almost as good as at them. I think it's a compliment to Dilly's engineering. (laughs) Okay. It hits this creature and it gets very angry. And now you have to roll initially. Hell Yeah. Drunk initiative. 12. I got an 18. Fuck. I didn't want to go first. Uh, 15 for Dilly. Okay. This thing goes first. It got over an 18? Damn. Yep. Damn, Daniel with the white bands. <laughs> oh, almost enough to make me want it to attack Josh out first. But that's what I'm do. <laughs> no memes in this game. It is going to spend its turn running up to short distance from you guys. It ain't got fleet of foot. It's just gonna T-pose on us. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, next up is Cha-Cha. Okay. We're gonna use a physical onslaught. E. E. Okay. So that is a 21. Jesus Christ! I guess I have to use some level of effort. Level of effort. Hey, Max. Yeah, I'm gonna put two levels of effort in. Yeah. Okay. Makes it a 15. What's your edge? Four. Okay, so that costs you one intellect. Oh, cool. I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Okay. 17. 
Okay, so that's plus one damage. Yeah. It hits it. The bits that hit flesh look like they get a little, like, pulped. A little soggy. The bits that are metal don't seem that affected. But one of the odd things you notice is that you hit it, it definitely wounds it, and it definitely seems weakened, but there's this fuzzy cloud where it's almost like the resolution around its body gets fuzzy, and then it seems to reform a little bit. Oh, shit. All right. Hmm. Next up is Vlad. Vlad, shoot his dart thrower at it, but it just swings up an arm and knocks the dart out of the way. Dilly. This creature, is it somewhat obvious where its eyes are, or the equivalent of its eyes? Sort of. There are eyes on the fleshy side of the head. There are also eyes on its chest. Like, it's it's not a correct amalgam. It's like all the, like, where flesh is exposed, it doesn't look right. Cool. Then what Dilly is going to do is, I guess since it's kind of all over the place, use a major illusion and just put, like, strobing lights over each of those eyes to blind it as best as Dilly can. Okay. So, well, it is a 21, Mm -hmm. but you're trained in your illusions, so that's an 18. 18, cognitive, back to 21, but then the free level, 18, 15. Do I feel comfortable with the 15? I don't think I do. Fair. Two more levels of effort. Okay. Shit. Uh, that's a three. You want some XP to re-roll that, fish? Are you willing? Yeah. I gave you a re-roll. Hell yeah. Okay. I want this to work. Thank you. Fuck. Natural 20. Hell Thank you, Alex. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. Oh, man. That was worth it. Fuck yeah. So you weren't doing damage, so what would you like for a major effect for this? Oh, what's a good major effect for Disable this? Disable its regenerative properties. So you're already going to hinder him by a step. Yeah. Put it that way. Disable the regenerative properties. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Double hindrance. It goes I, down on the damage ladder? How's that work? It explodes. Ooh, Yeah. I like that one. It loses a leg it, forever. It's a major effect, Dan. Uh, it's major. It's legal. Major effect you could... so, But it's got to be a major effect based off of you trying to, like, blend <gasps> it. <laughs> it's student loans get called up for payment. <laughs> so here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. So, Dilly. Yeah. How about this? You're going to hinder it. Sure. Okay? And part of the way you hinder it is that your light is so bright because of the adrenaline in that moment that two of those eyes on its chest actually sizzle and pop. Yes. And it takes damage. Ooh. Pop like a pimple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take that. So it's hindered and you did damage. Fair enough. All right. Hills, yeah. Holy shit. I think in this moment, just building on the major effect, Dilly kind of did something similar to what uh, Vlad showed him earlier with like Vlad using the illusion to like block actual lights and stuff. Yeah, I like that. So, Nyx. I mean, yeah, she's going to use Fleet of Foot. Oh, I would like to activate Moving Like Water, though, first. And then use Fleet of Foot. So, if you're using Move move Like Water, you have to give up movement in order to activate (gasps) that. So, you can't move and use Move Like Water. Because you activate it by giving up your movement. You can still attack. You just can't move if you're doing activating Moves Like Water until after evacuated. But I was also going to use fleet of foot. Mm. Okay. We'll put it this way. Because moves like water normally requires you to give your movement. Fleet of foot gives you extra movement. So let's say you can activate it and you can do fleet of foot for like the short distance, which is how far away it is for you. But you couldn't 
spent more to go long distance because you already had to chew up part of your time. Okay. So Nyx is face to face with the, I assume, stinky creature? Yeah. It doesn't smell like rotting flesh, but like it does smell like... Gross. There's something wrong here. Like, it smells of gangrenous pus. Sexy. B.O. And hydraulic fluid. Just like smelling my dog. I say just like high school. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, guys? (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That's a story for another time. Yes. Cool. So that's what Nyx is up to. (laughs) Okay. She's in a staring contest with his creature's blind chest eyes. No, I'm saying you, you can do something. You still can attack if you want. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hindered. So it's an 18. Hell yeah. Trained at unarmed attacks. So 15. Free level of might brings it down to a 12. Do I want to spend any more? Yeah, I'll spend effort for ease and an effort for damage. Wow. Expender. I know. What are these pools for if not to use and abuse? I don't know where that puts me. I'm going to be honest. Am I six or a nine? It's a nine for difficulty. So 18 minus the training is a 15 minus two levels of effort. It's a nine. I got lost again. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then you did an extra level of effort. So that would be a six. Now the other one that was for damage. So, okay. So it's a six with the potential for plus three damage. And this is with the glove, but not the activated glove, just the base. Alex, are you uh, flush with XP right now? Would you like another XP? I would. Which you know you what roll? I rolled. You know this is a one. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I owe you. It's okay. I feel like I got two intrusions during like the guest recording, so I'm like, I'm going to redistribute the wealth. Chicken <laughs> mm-hmm. mama, Alex. Ten. Yep. Still better than a one. Okay. So you hit it with your fist. So that brings it up. So it's eight damage plus three. Eleven fat damages. Yeah. Does not like that. Nyx is like wrist deep in something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's its turn. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So Nyx, please make a speed defense roll of 18. Actually, you said your hand was in it. So I guess it gets that back because you're inside of it right now. So 21. Oh, that was just narrative. If it's going to give me a fighting disadvantage, I don't want her wrist to be deep. Okay, yeah. okay fine, fine, <laughs> fine. 18. Uh, 18. Speed defense, so 12. Moves like water. Shit, which I could have used on the attack, which would make it give me... Give me. Damn. Uh, what an adventure, anyway. 19. Nice. What would you propose as a minor effect? Hmm from dodging. I want Nyx to be able to trip it. Dubs its toe. It's blind. Nyx just dodge. She sticks her she sticks her leg out. Table. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so you trip it. I don't think it's gonna go prone on a 19, but you can definitely like throw it off balance. Cool, which makes it easier for the next person to hit. It does. Yes. And at this point, Nyx, I will offer you an XP. Yeah. Yay! Will you get the other one too? Alex. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. No problem. It's like a loan. <laughs> so as you do this damage to it, and then it swings at you and misses. And as it misses, and as you're kind of like, you know, flowing like water, that arm fuzzes out and suddenly becomes a spike 
moving forward at you. And it hits you. You'll take 10 damage. Oh, man. Holy shit. And, Nyx, you are confused. On your next turn, you will have to attack one of your allies. Oh, no, 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 no. Vlad. (laughs) Next up is Cha-Cha. Shoot. You know what I forgot in this whole epidemic, pandemic thing that we're fighting? There was a screaming child. Yeah, the screaming child was running away down the tunnel. Okay. Cha-Cha would like to get to the other side, so like... If the creature decided to turn around and go towards that way, she would be in the way, like, kind of, like, encircle the monster to prevent. Okay. Yeah, so I would say on your turn, you could get as far as where, like, at least, like, if you were drawing a, you know, an imaginary plane. Semi-circle? Yeah, basically equal to where the monster and Nyx is on this turn. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Vlad is going to shoot a dart at this creature and hit it. But the dart seems to have almost no effect where it hits on the metal. Dilly. Dilly, sensing no danger apart from the meat and metal man, is going to pew pew. Okay. So that will be a 18. No, it's off balance, so it'll be a 15. 15, and then pew pew gives me another... Yeah, so make it 12. Okay. I just forget, is this a speed roll with the pew pew? Speed. Okay. Mm. Yeah, one level of effort just to help the odds. Brings it to a 9. I rolled a nine. That's nine. That's nine exactly. Okay, nice. So you hit it. It shrieks. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh boy. Nyx. Ooh, yeah. Who's closest? Is Nyx still on the spike also? The closest person is Cha-Cha. <gasps> it's okay. Is Nyx, like, blacked out? Is she a prisoner in her own body? Like, what is the situation? You are confused. Like, so you see Cha-Cha moving next to you and near you, and you think it's the creature. The spike, though, it has been removed? Like, the spike retracted? Yes. Okay. All right. Just roll one. Just roll one. Fine. No! It's fine. Don't worry. I got Actually, it. roll three. Roll three. Three is good. Yeah. Three is the prime number. Three is a good number. Before you guys roll, this is how it works. It's going to be a contested roll. You can each choose to what degree you want to spend effort. The effort adds plus three to your roll, Nix, remember, you think it's the creature. Yeah, but uh, 10 damage changes a lot of calculations. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just say it. And Cha-Cha, you'll decide how much effort you're going to do. That'll determine your plus, and then you guys will both roll, and we'll see what the resulting roll is. So, do either of you want to spend effort on this roll? I would not spend effort on the creature at this point, no. (laughs) I feel like Cha-Cha would, just because she doesn't want Nix to feel guilty if she hits her. Okay. Do you have any edge in speed? I only have one. Oh, to be fair, Nyx would spend her free level of effort, so sorry. Okay, so you're... So, Nyx is plus three. Actually, plus... Well, we'll get to that. (gasps) So, Cha-Cha, you've got... You're spending level speed effort, you said? I'm gonna spend two levels. Okay, so that's... You'll have a plus six on your roll. Stace, you get a free level of effort. You're trained and unarmed. So you would have a plus six as well. Nyx is too good at what she does. Oh, no, and you've got move like water, so it's actually plus nine for you. There we go. Come on, die. Let me down. Uh, well, I got a 12 plus six. I got an 18. I got a three. So that's a 12. Okay, nice. So, Nyx, you take a swing at this creature, you think, and you realize at the very last minute that it's actually Cha-Cha. But Cha-Cha leaps out of the way like the part spider monkey she seems to be. Mm. Like, almost like bouncing off the cape wall in a parkour move that you never would have expected. 
Whoa, Chacha, where'd you come? She's like she's like a gummy bear that just drank gummy bear juice. Oh shit. From a gummy bear show that I hear existed. They bounce from here to there to and everywhere. Did these gummy bears in this show have a drug? Was it a drug? <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like a drug that made them bounce like and do crazy bounces and jumping around for combat. It was cocaine. And the bad guy was always trying to get the the juice. Children's shows are hardcore. It was like cocaine and flubber combined. Fun fact, The Wire was a remake of The Gummy Bear Show, but no one really knew that. (laughs) (laughs) So, that just happened. (laughs) (laughs) It is now this thing's turn. What does it want to do? Die. It is going to fire a projectile at Vlad. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Samson, evens or odds? Oh, odds. Base. We'll die coming for you, even Rod. Here's hoping. Odd. Okay. Blod is able to dodge out of the way this projectile hack, and it just sort of like fizzes into dust as it passes him. Next up is Cha Cha. So Nyx just tried to hit you. You bounced out of the way like a gummy bear. You are currently even with them. The child is out of sight somewhere down that tunnel. I guess just gonna shoot the pew pew at the monster. So Cha Cha is shooting at the thing. It will be a 15. Okay, so again, 18. Just saying. Nice. So that's plus two damage. And I got a nine for depletion. Okay. This thing is looking in really bad shape. Uh, it's finally. Like, really bad. Like, it's, like, holding together by a thread. You know, it's just been so hard lately, you know? Vlad attempts to shoot a dart at it, but he's still kind of, like, recovering from having to dodge out of the way of the one blast, so he misses... And it is now Samson's turn. We need to get Vlad a pew pew gun. Probably. This dart thrower is beneath him. Yeah. I think Dilly's gonna just pew pew again. If I remember right, with all the things, that goes to a 12 before I can... Well, it's actually a 15. Last time he was off balance because of Nyx. Right, okay. I will still apply one level effort just to get that to a 12. 12 exactly. Wow, Okay. Tilly, what does it look like when you destroy this thing? Yes! Yeah. Do guts get oh, on Vlad man. this time? <laughs> what Dilly does is, right before he fires, he dismisses the like orbs like half a second before he fires, so that all the like functioning eyes like look at Dilly, and then Dilly just like fires like straight through. Nice little line of energy through the creature's brain question mark. Mm-hmm. And then the creature just drops. Yeah, so you hit through it, and then there's just this plank of metal as it falls. And you notice that then there's a almost like a fizzing sound. Sexy. Almost like static on an FM radio. And then most of the metal and all of the flesh that you see on it seems to like degrade down to a dust that then becomes faint and spread out. And there's just this pile of metal pieces on the ground. <laughs> Dilly tries to do a cool, like, what did Val Kilmer play in Tombstone? Doc Valentine? Ooh. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> uh, Dilly tries to do a cool gun flip, but then just kind of, like, fumbles in and then just Aww. stows it away like normal. But Dilly's going to go up and try to, well, first he's going to poke at the dust to make sure, like, that doesn't do anything. Like, he'll just pull out, like, a shitty screwdriver he has to, like, make sure it seems like common drip. Excellent. Dilly's going to try to investigate the remaining pieces of metal, see if there's anything worth salvaging. There is definitely something worth salvaging. You could either salvage things, or you could break down parts for ciphers. 
I would like ciphers, please. Do it. You find two ciphers. Oh, wow. I love it when he says that. Billy, you find embedded in there, it's like, it's metal synth, but it almost feels like fabric, the way it's woven. It's like a harness that somebody can put on themselves. Ah. It's not BDSM gear. No, I was excited for Manta Ray. (laughs) It's just sort of like straps, but when activated, it is a growth harness. Growth harness. It draws mass to the user from another dimension, allowing her to grow 50% larger for one hour. <laughs> During this time, she gains 12 points to her might pool and deals two additional points of damage for all melee attacks. Can we put it on Nyx? Oh, we're putting that on Nyx. Oh, I man. S- I want to see it on Nyx. Both my points plus two damage, you said? Mm. Mm-hmm. Damage one hour. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. You also find a tiny container that has more of that dust stuff inside of it. And Dilly, give me an understanding Numenera roll of 9, which is a 12 for you because it's cognitive. 9, 12. And you have two free levels of effort. That makes it a 3. No, it makes it a 6, right? It's 9, then a 12, 9, 6. Probably right, yeah. Yeah, all right. 14. So what's in there is drip, but you realize it's not just plain drip. You've heard of this before. Really rare. Extremely rare in a lot of ways. Roll me 1d6. Two. Okay. These are called war mites. When you activate this, the mites will spray out at a single target in immediate range. The target is covered in these mites, which immediately begin biting and stinging the target. The target will take one point of damage each round for the number of rounds equal to the cipher level, which is four. And further, during each of these rounds, the target is distracted, meaning that they are hindered by one step. All right, all right. One damage for four rounds, hindered the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dilly is for sure going to store the war mites, and then he's going to call out, Hey, Nix, got another present for you. What is it, Dilly? How's Nix doing on ciphers? Good. I got room for two. Okay, good. All right. It's, I'm pretty sure this is a growth harness. It'll make it real big for like an hour. Holy shit. Nyx puts it on, but does not activate it. <laughs> yeah. Fox says, that's impressive. That's gonna You're going to be stronger, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. Also, what was, also, that kid? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think Chacha's already wandering that way anyway. <laughs> Nyx goes bounding down. <laughs> After cha-cha, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are bounding down these tunnels, and you come to, like, this point where there is another sort of, like, what should be another one of those maintenance hatches. Like, you can see the remnants there, but then there's a hole in the side that's perfectly circular, like, cut with a plasma torch. And inside there is what appears to be a laboratory. There is one cylindrical crystal cell that Jackson is in. And in the center of this room, it's floating in the air about three feet off the ground. It in itself is about three feet high, but it's six feet wide. This creature of rotating synth. And they seem to be looking at the controls. And Jackson sees you guys there the hole and begins pounding on the crystal from the inside 
And this creature of metal slowly turns and looks at all of you. And there's a weird staticky sound as different languages are attempted. And then finally it settles on one that you understand. And it says, excellent, more specimens. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, shit. Nice. Say something about this episode. Yeah. Had to be the canon. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That was really cool. The canon is very cool. And then also the vest. And also, this is from last episode, I know, but Nyx has a glove that gives her plus one to unarmed attack on that hand, I assume. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome items, Daniel and Samson. Awesome. So thank you. We need to find Minos now and just use them all Mm -hmm. on him right now. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. Oh, no. Should the people of Fermont just begin evacuating? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Surprised they haven't already, I'll be honest. Fair. We did leave, as like, a gigantic they- smoking crater in the middle of, like, the nice district. That is true. That is true. <laughs> you guys are rough on property values in general. Yeah. So, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out Pathfinder Kingmaker, which mm. sucked out like 90 plus hours of my life somewhat recently. So <laughs> Pathfinder Kingmaker itself is a little bit older. It's a few years old. I think it was released in like 2018. And I came across it because I just caught an article about its sequel, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, which I haven't played yet. Uh, And talking about just, you know, how it improved on the first game, but why the first game was still so great and a free play weekend was happening. So it just all coincided. And yeah, it's a really great, you know, traditional Western isometric party based CRPG, but it also has a kingdom management layer to it. So not only are there excellent role play opportunities throughout, you know, your questing, even if you don't have combat on, you know, to be very hard, it's still a very engaging game. And trying to do that while balancing, managing a kingdom, and then everything's time-based and had legitimate, like, in-game days, where if you exceeded a certain amount of days that a problem exists, like, your kingdom just starts to tank, but you still got to go out and quest and, like, progress the main story. So it was, uh, it is such a good game. And I'm sort of debating whether to play a second playthrough of that or just get Wrath of the Righteous and play it. But another thing I want to say, too, is it is Pathfinder rules, which I've never played Pathfinder. I've watched it be played. But uh, I think it was just different enough from like your traditional D&D CRPG or D&D like CRPG that the... Pathfinder actually has a complexity I appreciate in video games, but dislike in tabletop RPGs. So uh, it was it was really nice uh, and really fun. And I created like 17 characters and played the first chapter with all of them until I decided on the one that I precisely wanted. Also, I know a lot of Pathfinder rules now because I guess it follows the rule set really closely. And I went down uh, I went down rabbit mm-hmm. hole trying to optimize my entire party. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, check it out. It's a great game. I played it on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's only on PC, but yeah, go for it. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us about what they think of Pathfinder Kingmaker or any of their other video games or their role-playing game, about what they love about it and why they like to play it, 
Samson, if somebody wanted to reach out to us about that or the podcast, how would they do that? Well, thank the maker. We have a website, explorerswanted.fm. From there, you can find all our socials. You're welcome. You know, you did actually set that up. So yeah, thank you. Thank Dan for our website, explorerswanted.fm. You also thank Dan for more or less running most of our Twitter, which is at explorerswanted. We are also on Instagram and Facebook at explorerswantedpodcast. And if you want to interact with us more directly, uh, we're pretty active on our Discord, which you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Additionally, if you have money to spare, please give it to us at patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Blanket statement. Just give it to us. I mean, obviously, don't spend money that you can't afford or anything like that. But if we made you smile, if you laugh, if you had fun, like, please consider supporting us on Patreon. It helps us do what we do. If you can't afford that, that's totally fine. Honestly, the best thing that you can do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why they like the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, particularly Apple Podcasts. That makes the biggest difference for podcasts as far as like attracting an audience. And it's the review system that everybody looks at. Podchaser is also a good option. But honestly, if you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, it makes a big difference. And also review all of your favorite podcasts. You'll They'll ride the high for weeks. <laughs> if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was bad. Well, I want to assure you that contrary to any ugly rumors circulating within the community, I am, in fact, an adult human. Any suggestions that I may be 600,000 house centipedes in a leather suit are incorrect and deeply hurtful. I am an instance of Homo sapiens that enjoys playing games with my equally human friends. I certainly do not shed my skin at night and disperse the shattery corners of each of your houses to hunt for insects. That notion is pure fantasy and would imply that I know your dirty secret, Gary. Fucking Gary. Fucking Gary. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. <laughs> I almost said you could find me fucking curious. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's your time. All right. <laughs> no Garys were heard in the making of this podcast. You can find me at Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch. Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whatever you're listening to this. And bye. bye. bye.